Shut up and sit down. Welcome back to Armchair Quarterbacks. My name is JT. And I'm Aaron. And we are back at the dining room table with the beautiful brick wall view. It's kind of dark tonight because we're recording at night this time and there's it's actually raining outside. So it's not that beautiful as it normally is on a nice sunny morning. But nevertheless, we are thrilled to be recording right now because we have our first ever guest on Armchair Quarterbacks. Our niece, Haley Favors. Hello, everybody. Haley I can't. I love scotch. I can't scotch, even scotch, scotch. imagine the joy that you must be feeling right now because we're not, we can never experience this because we're hosts. Mm-hmm. We're, mm-hmm. we're here all the time. We're here, we're here every episode. We can't experience the joy and thrill of being a guest on Armchair Quarterback. So just tell me what kind of butterflies do you got going on? That tell me how many are there? Can you count them? Just what are you feeling right now? How, how do you feel being the first ever guest on on the show? It's a shame you guys can't drink scotch. It is quite I, an I honor, can, though, and I, am. I must say. <laughs> Are you excited to be here? I'm extremely nervous. <laughs> We're going to have fun today. Uh, now, am, am I correct in thinking that you do not follow sports at all? That is correct. You are perfect for this well, podcast. Well, I watch Tigers games every once in a while, but that's about it. So as I told you before we started recording, you don't have to be nervous because Uncle Matt's the only one that listens. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Uncle Matt. <laughs> oh, but we do have a, a fairly strong European following. You know what? I've been thinking about that, by the way. Um, and I think that when we talk about soccer, um, is the episodes that, that, um, the Europeans listen. I think it's just, they all listen to the cricket episode. Do you think so? Yeah, I think that's all it is. That's the only episode that they had? Uh, it doesn't tell me what they listen to, what episode specifically, but I feel like that's the only reason why any Europeans would listen to our American podcast. How dare you? When we talk about American sports. How dare you? American podcasts are big all over the world. Are, is the NBA big in Norway? I don't know. Do they have, like, the Norway Kobe Bryant over there or something? I don't know. There's only, like, 3 million or 5 million people in Norway. There's not too many. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's not too many. <laughs> well, we're going to get going. <laughs> we're going to get rolling on this podcast here. Uh, Aaron, what do you want to start off with? Are you sure you're the one drinking the scotch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the, I, we got together this week and watched the OKC Spurs Game 2. Yep. Um... And as I'm sure anyone listening knows, there's a little bit of controversy at the end of the game. Um, my take on it is that the controversy is, is, is moot to begin with because the Spurs should never put themselves in that position. If they hadn't played brick basketball for the first oh, yeah. 20 shots, they made, I think it was four of the first 20, maybe it was six of their first 20 shots. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you're not going to win games. It's just all there is to it. It was really sloppy basketball from the Spurs. It, no, it was it was it was bad shooting. They were playing great defense, and that's why OKC didn't run away with it. They were mishandling the ball though. I th- I that's saw I, I saw it as they just missed a lot of their shots. A lot of easy shots. Yeah, in the, in the paint. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know. Well, yeah, you're right. Even that last shot from Patty Mills was an air ball. For Christ's sake. Yeah, that's the right. The guy was wide open in the corner, and he 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 didn't even need a three, and he air balls it. Well, but in all fairness, he should have never taken that shot in the first place because Manu should have just tried to lay it up. But uh, I, th- I think points. something we both wanted to kind of bring up is the referees in it, and uh, mm-hmm. it's it's rare that you get a refereeing staff that will admit to being wrong, but these guys definitely did. Lead referee Ken Maurer, um, after the game, said, On the floor, we didn't we did not see a foul on the play. However, upon <laughs> upon review, we realized we agree that there should have been a foul, an offensive foul on the play. Um, it's a play we've never seen before, ever. We should have had an offensive foul on the play. Well, that's what I was gonna ask you. Do you think that's why they didn't call it? Because they've never seen a player on an inbounds pass push the defender? I don't. I mean, obviously that's why they didn't call it, but I don't think that matters. I think that you need to be like uh, hockey refs or football refs and know every stupid rule and call it no matter what. Yeah, well, I mean that's how every sport should be. Uh, but the NBA came out and they said after they were reviewing that whole last couple seconds um, that there was like five fouls that they missed. Yes, from the league. The first one was Manu Ginobili should have been called for a delay of game for stepping on the boundary line. Right there, play should have never happened. 
And it's also a technical foul. That would have been a technical foul. Because in, in the last two minutes, they called it a technical. The second one was Dion Waiters. Actually, I see one that they didn't even acknowledge on Waiters, but Waiters should have been called for an offensive foul uh, for making contact with Ginobili. Yeah. The one that I didn't that I didn't see posted is that Waiters also should have been called um, for a bad pass because he jumped while he threw it in, and you can't you can't inbound the ball jumping. Yeah. That's you just can't do it, right, Haley? Right. Um, <laughs> the third one was Patty Mills should have been called for a foul for holding Stephen Adams during the inbound. Kawhi Leonard should have been called for grabbing Russell Westbrook's jersey during the inbound. Yeah. And then the last one is Serge Ibaka should have been called for. Uh, shooting foul for grabbing LaMarcus Aldridge's jersey and making him basically drop the ball and it affected his shot. He didn't even get the shot off. So four of the fouls should have four of the fouls should have taken place with uh, before the ball was even inbounded. And then that last foul should have been with, with 2.6 seconds left. But don't you think, because you and I were watching it, and I don't know if you noticed it right away, or until after they showed the replay, but I noticed it right away. I I have no idea why on that breakaway, um, I think it was uh, Bio had the ball, and then he threw it up to um, Mills. Yeah. And then Mills kicked it out to, to Ginobili, went to the three-point line, Ginobili was driving, and seemingly had a, a wide-open hook shot or layup at least. And he didn't yeah. take it. He kicked it out to Petty Mills for a three when you only needed two to win. Well, first it would have been a left-handed shot. It would have been a left-handed hook. And Isn't I he left-handed? I don't know how comfortable he is with a left-handed hook, though. Mm. And you had, I think it was Adams, was right underneath the basket getting ready to block the shot anyway. Because when he kicked it out to Mills, the shot was almost blocked by Adams anyway. Yeah. Because Adams was right on it. So I assume that he just didn't think that he would get the shot off but with all those uh, criteria going on. So I don't know. I mean, it was just a cluster F, and they should have never been in that spot in the first place. That's only their second home loss. Of the season, the Spurs. Yeah, they finished. 40, oh, that's they right. They finished yeah. forty and one at home. That's right. Oh, who beat them? Wasn't it the OKC who beat them at home? Uh, I don't remember. I can't. Remember I really either. don't. Haley, do you know? No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not one of the games that you saw. No. I love scotch. So, uh, um, <laughs> did you hear you about the topics about um, Magic Johnson and what what he got to do this? Week? I heard it through you. Um, so, Haley, you watched The Office, right? Yeah. You've gotten into The Office. Have you seen the episode with Michael Scott's tots? No, not yet. Have you heard about that episode? Yeah. Okay. So, basically, for those of you that don't know, Michael Scott is is the Steve Carell character, and he's basically a blum, blubbering idiot. And, um, he supposedly, I mean, obviously 10 years ago, had gone to a grade school and told the kids that if they graduate high school, he would pay for their uh, college. Oh, I saw that. You saw that one? Yeah. That was the Michael Scott's Tots episode. Oh. So essentially, um, it's 10 years later, and my favorite character, it's very rare that you see my favorite character laugh, but this is one of the episodes that you see my favorite character just cracking up. Who's your favorite character? Oh, Stanley. My favorite character. Stanley. My favorite character is Stanley. Yes. Stanley is just laughing the whole episode. Anytime someone brings it up, and then they do the little interviews, and he does, he's laughing. He doesn't even say anything in the interviews. He's just laughing the whole time. He's um, like a big puppy dog. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Magic Johnson essentially did something like that. Um, he has agreed to pay. Oh, I've heard of this. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us about it. Oh, you can tell him about okay. it, but I've heard of it. <laughs> he, he basically agreed to pay for anyone that graduates from Lansing, um, oh. from a Lansing high school, he's going to pay for their college. Now, I believe it's only for a specific year. I don't know for sure, but he's going to pay for their first two years, uh, which uh, up to 60 credit, un- uh, credit unions. Wow. Cre- credit hours. How many, how long is he doing this for? Uh, I don't know. I just heard about it this year. Oh. Um... But yeah, so I think that's pretty cool. He's giving back to the community um, that he, um, you know, he, he played a, in East Lansing, and he's from, uh, he went to Michigan State, and right. he's got the ties. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think it's pretty cool. And he definitely has the money, unlike Michael, who thought he was going to be a millionaire by the time he was 30, and then by the time he was 
uh, 40, he had even less money than when he was 30. So <laughs> Right. He, couldn't, uh, he You know what? He gave them battery laptops, or uh, lap, batteries for their laptops. Now, I know it's not sports, but but we can probably tie this into the same thing in Detroit, where um, it's probably... I, I haven't been watching the news lately. I've been a little busy. Um, but apparently... But I don't know... So I don't know if it's national news, but in Detroit, the uh, teachers... <laughs> On Monday and Tuesday, had a sick out um, because the Detroit public schools system is going to not have enough money to pay them. Um, yeah. their, their, I mean, they've their been wages do- anymore. They've been doing like protests for right. the past few years. Yeah. I mean, here and there, like, and nothing's been it, getting. Well, it's done. now at the point where they're literally going to be bankrupt. They're literally going to run out of money, and yeah. the teachers don't know if they're going to get paid. So, um, but I found out through all of this that Detroit has the same thing. Um, Detroit will pay, if you graduate from a Detroit public school, um, or a public uh, high school, they will pay for your first two years at a community college. I didn't know that. Well, maybe they should focus on paying their teachers first. Rather than... <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't think Detroit well, I mean, had the money to do that. <laughs> well, I mean, the problem is there's there's so many kids that don't graduate from there. Well, and, you know, the, the, the shame of it is that the kids get caught up in all of this because it's not their fault that right. that they can't go, that the teachers are um, protesting. Yeah. But the teachers have to do something. Um, there's been too many mayors in Detroit that have ruined that city. Yeah. And it, it didn't start with Kwame. I mean, that's the biggest name. Sure. And, and probably for you guys um, yeah, based yeah. on your age. But um, it, it was way before Kwame. And um, in the the city council has been just ridiculous and and terrible and doing whatever they want for so long too, um, but I think that we we really Detroit needs to work on a lot of things and and one thing is that everyone's talking about oh look at the growth of the city because you got a lot of the um, for lack of a better term hipsters moving down there <laughs> yeah um, and but, but think about it they're moving down there now. They get married. They start having kids. Okay, let's say that's six to eight years from now. They're going to be moving out of the city because right. there's nowhere to send their kids. And they're going to yep. want so, better schools. So the numbers are just going to look bad again. Yeah. You only need one teacher, though. Just get Edward James Olmos in there. And he'll, he'll let your whole school graduate. I, I have to reach <laughs> these kids. <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to bring up um, something that you and I talked about a little bit um, over the last week. ESPN and just how worse and worse it's getting personality-wise because they're, they're, they keep losing people just often. Like over the last couple of years, they've lost um, Bill Simmons, I know, uh, Stuart Scott, unfortunately, Keith Olbermann left, and then, and then just a couple, I think last week it was announced that Skip Bayless is going to leave after his contract's up. Skip Bayless sucks. Oh, no doubt, but it, it's just... At least he was a different personality on that show. It just seems like whenever I watch Sports Center now, it's just a bunch of boring people, and, and it, it's it's like a it's like a regular newscast where you just want to hear the information. You don't actually care about any of the anchors and whatnot. And uh, were you around the time when Dan Patrick was on with Oldman? Yes. Yeah. So um, you got to see, see some great ESPN action. So I I was would get up every morning, mm-hmm. and I would watch um, I would watch Arthur with Haley before she went to school. Or when she came over, uh, when when our parents would be watching her. Okay. And then, um, but before that, I would either be watching music videos or I would be watching ESPN. And um, original MTV. on MTV. <laughs> uh, MTV or VH1, but yeah, that was okay. back. That was back when MTV actually, actually played play videos, music. especially in the mu- in the morning. Um, but they, um, but it was a great show. They showed you highlights from every single game that was on the night before. It wasn't just eight different teams that they showed you highlights from. Like just the big names that people cared about. Right. It was every single game. Now, don't get me wrong. If there was a playoff game or a game of importance, that got more time, obviously. Sure. You know, a, a game like Detroit, and you got to remember Detroit, the Tigers weren't very good in, in the late 90s. So, yeah. so the Tigers versus the Astros in the late 90s, you know, that game would get, you know, 15 to 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But you still got to see what happened. They would show you one, two big highlights, and that that was it. But you still got to see what happened, and I loved it. Do you think that's because ESPN or, or Disney, I guess, is so tied in with the NBA and the NFL? Yeah, oh, and, and well, it's be, definitely that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely that. That's why that's why Olbermann got fired is because he was criticizing um, 
Uh, oh, really? He got fired. Yeah. I just thought he left after his contract was up. Yeah, no. He was criticizing Roger Goodell over the Ray Rice thing <laughs> yeah. way too much. And the the ESPN so came to him you. and said, hey, look, you can come back, but if you come back, you got to back off Goodell. And he said, uh, no. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, I don't know if you've read anything, but apparently he's doing a couple articles for the BBC. I don't know if he um, if he works for them or if <laughs> he's just doing... You know, random articles, but I saw in a uh, couple articles that he wrote for the BBC. I like that show. I like this show. And he, he back to he would talk about Goodell too much. I mean, that was the hottest story at the time. Everyone was talking about Goodell. Not ESPN. Really? You don't talk about the look. Protect the Shield. ESPN's under the the umbrella of the Shield. Okay. Because ESPN is so tied into football. They, I mean, the the two have been in bed for years, and they're going to be in bed for much longer. So you can't criticize the. Think about it. How many times do you hear anyone on ESPN say anything bad about the NBA or the or the uh, NFL? I guess you're it's right. Not often. I, they only talk about players, not necessarily the league as a whole. Which is, what's the next topic you wanted to speak about? Well, that's actually all I had for this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch too much of the Tigers this week. Um, because they haven't given me anything to watch. I know Verlander got <laughs> yeah. shelled the other day. Yeah. Um, I know that Zimmerman, who um, Zimmerman got the AL um, pitcher of the month, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, he was five and zero with like a point five five ERA. So. Yeah, so he seems to be the only reason to be watching the Tigers right now. They uh, they actually have a winning record right now. I mean, as good as. As good as that can be right now. Last time I checked, the Tigers were second. Chicago is Chicago's rolling right now, man. The White Sox are rolling. They're doing this year what I thought they were going to do last year. Yeah. They're in first place of the division. I think KC's in third right now. But these White Sox, man, I, I just randomly looked at the standings one day, and they were like 18-9 and nine when I checked it out. And I was like, damn, i got to start watching some White Sox games because finally it's like Chris Sale actually has some good uh, power behind him. So, Haley... I know that you don't listen to our podcasts and very often, if at all. Um, about fifteen to twenty minutes into the episode is when we do our first sponsor. Ep- uh, uh, our first sponsor. Who's our sponsor today? I do not know. Josh, who's our sponsor today? Uh, our sponsor today is Better Made Barbecue Chips. Uh, they're a great sponsor. They've been with us since the first episode of the podcast. Absolutely, they have. And by they've been <laughs> with us... I actually had some barbecue chips this morning. But Better made. Very, very good. Very good. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Now, when I say they were, they're with us, I don't mean they've given us any money. I mean that they're with us in our hearts. Oh, yeah. As much as we love them, they have not given us any money. No. <laughs> Which is fine. You know what? We don't even want money from them. No, no. You know. We'll plug them anytime, any day, yeah. anywhere. I kind of feel the same way about Fago, but that's just me. Sure. I'm a Fago fan. And ICP. Um, no. Screw ICP. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Screw ICP. Um, I do like Verner's, though. Verner's is the other one. Verner's and, and Better Made, for the, for the most part, are my go-to things. Not at the same time. You know what Better I think is fun? You know, I think Better Made makes a lot of good chips, but yes, the barbecue is my favorite. Yes. You know what I think our sponsor should be? What's that? Those uh, new flavors for M&M's that they're doing right now. Because I, I tried the uh, the honey nut and the mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. And the honey nut was okay. Yeah. That coffee one was, I thought it was quite good. And I'm not even, a, I, first of all, I don't drink coffee. And I'm not like a big coffee flavored fan. The, the honey nut one, it tasted like honey nut, but it didn't. Feel like it should be in an M M&M, and M. I don't disagree with that. I, I thought I thought a honey M M&M and M was kind of weird to eat. Have you tried the hot one that they have? The no. like, there's like a, a jalapeno. That just sounds scary. Yeah, to yeah. Me. I don't need spicy no. M&Ms. Chili nut doesn't sound good to me. No. Now, if it were the chili, coffee one is good though. If it were yeah. chili as in like the soup, I might be into it. But chili as in a pepper, oh, no thank I you. I think it's even chili worse. Chili the soup. That's for even an worse. M&M? Oh sure, meat, meat, medium M. Yeah, M and M and M. I would like to give a shout out to Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. Yeah, that's what you've been down in this whole time. That's not true. I was drinking scotch. Yeah, some scotch. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, in Bacardi glass. <laughs> yeah, this is a Bacardi glass. Yes. I love our sponsor section. <laughs> I know no one else probably thinks it's funny, but I love it. Oh, I think it's funny. So Haley. Yes. You grew up doing dance. Yes. What did you do? Well, I started off doing ballet, tap, and jazz when I was little. 
And then as I got how, older... What, how old were you when you started? Three. Okay. Wow. All three at, at three? No, I started off doing ballet, and then two... I think it was like two years later or something, I started tap. And then the next year, I started jazz. Which one was your favorite? Well, I hated ballet because it was boring. Mm-hmm. I hated tap because the kids made too much noise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. They would just they would just sit there and like bang their feet on the ground, and I would get so irritated. I remember I would go tell my mom. She's like, "Well, that's the point." And I was like, "No, you don't understand. These kids are so annoying." So I hated that. But I I guess the jazz is probably my favorite. And then as I grew up and I started doing point like ba- mm-hmm. for ballet, ballet became my probably one of my favorites and now, I also contemporary is also one of my favorites did you did you follow the ballet path more because your mom did ballet or did did it was it really actually your favorite no actually well the reason that I stayed in ballet because I wanted to quit when I was little sure but the reason that I stayed in it was so that I could be in company okay uh, because you had to do ballet what, tap and JS what to is, do company. what does that mean company it's like you have to audition to be in it and it's like there's junior line and there's senior line and you have to be 10 to audition for junior line and 13 to audition for senior line. So it's kind of like a, a team. Yeah. I mean, let's put it in sports terms. Would it be a, would it be a, a, you know, a team or a squad or something? Maybe like a basketball team? Um, I mean, kind of, yeah. Okay. And it's like... No, you can go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know. Because there was a couple soccer teams that I actually had to go to, for lack of a better term, auditions for. I mean, I right. had tryouts, but... yeah. Right, I mean... Can, can just anyone be in, in company, or do you no, have... No, you, you have to do auditions. Okay. Like, you take classes, and it's just kind of like... The, you just kind of take classes, and the, and the teacher watches you throughout. It's not sure. really like you learn or dance, and then you perform it, and then they judge you on that. It's gotcha. more they watch you in class and see how your technique is, and see if you're advanced enough to be... In the company. Okay. And you're not just some regular old dancer. You're actually, like, you're a really good dancer. I mean, you got invited to Juilliard over, over a summer, right? No, not Juilliard. Um, it, Interlochen School of the Arts, of Performing oh. Arts. They um, actually, it's in uh, Traverse City, Michigan, and they have students. I went to the summer program there my junior, between my junior and senior year of high school. And uh, it was a week-long, like, intensive thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, like, it's an internationally uh, known school. Sure. So it's it's more of a boarding school throughout the school year because you can go there and just take, like, normal high school classes. Okay. And then do whatever the, art you're the in. Dance and the, yeah. Right. Okay. But then they have, like, these intenses over the summer where there's a one-week and then there's a three-week session. So. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, t- to put it in terms that other people may may uh, understand. It's like the and in hockey they've got the U.S. development um, camp or school that used to be at Pioneer High School in Ann Arbor, um, but so the the guys that were in the U.S. development hockey program would go to high school there, but then they would also play hockey for the U.S. Uh, development company yeah, yeah so it's kind of like that but but for dance that's really cool right and so, it's not just dance that they do they do all kinds of arts like they did anything from they did fashion they did just normal art like drawing and painting that kind of stuff they did music uh acting so how many um what the hell are they called in dance performances what are they called oh recitals. recitals how many recitals do you think that you've done in your life well, it depends on if you're talking about just, like, studio recitals or if you're talking about, like, competitions. No, man, count them all. All of it. Well, competitions and yeah, stuff? Yeah, th- I mean... you think about that for a second. You add them up. Um, so, Haley's such a, a good dancer that I actually had her do a number at my wedding. Um, she, she, thought, she thought up, and we picked the song, but she thought up her, a whole routine to her to, uh, to do. Is that messing up again? No. Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we also have a setup today where Josh can't see my screen. You guys have heard me complain about that before. I don't know why that bothers you and so I'm, much. I'm very happy about it because now I can search things. This is a team sport here. We're not individuals. 
Yeah, but you get distracted when you look at my screen. That's the problem with I that. try and look at your notes to see if I can get a topic in my head that I want to start rolling on. <laughs> That's the only reason. So I played, uh, let's see, I played 10, 11 years of soccer. Uh, oh, you know, like actually, I had a question for you. 18. Um, I, I played 11 years of soccer, and um, at, after about the age of 10, I played four seasons a year. Um so that was a, a lot of soccer. I think it yeah. ended up being like 56 seasons over, wow. the, over those 11 years. Uh, going back to dance, because uh, I'm the youngest in our, in our family um, at 18 years old, and I've, I have two brothers and two sisters. Didn't you guys all do dance at some point in your life? Yeah. Um, so my oldest brother did ballet. Um, I did tap. Um, Haley's mom, our oldest sister, did ballet. And um, our other sister did gymnastics and, I don't know, maybe some other things. My mom did baton, too. Oh, that's right. That's she right. did baton and pom-pom, and she also did tap and jazz, I think. Okay. She can still rock a baton. I've seen her, I've seen her do it since. She's, she's pretty good at it. Okay, so do you have a number? How many performances? Well... Approximately. It doesn't have to be... Approximately, okay. So when I, when I included the years of recitals and then the competitions mm-hmm. that I've done... It was around, like, 30, but then I remembered that, like, since, since I was on the varsity dance team in high school, mm-hmm. all of those performances, I have no clue how many of that would be, including that, so I would say probably around, like, 60. Around 60, and and in that 60, we'll, we'll include my wedding, okay? Yeah, I included that, too, yeah. So, of those 60... And I danced at uh, Alex's Quince, too. So. I don't know what that means. Oh, that's right. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, of those 60... I've been to two performances. <laughs> one yes. at my wedding and her very last recital. He, he is a that great is, uncle. That is one more than me, because I've only seen the one at your wedding. <laughs> you guys are great uncles. We're, we are great uncles. Yeah. Um, so, all of this, asking about your background and whatnot, was A, because you're our guest, but B, because a lot of football players um, have <laughs> been known to take ballet. Yes. What? Why do you think that is? What advantages is there to something that, like, I mean, obviously a wide receiver is it has to be, or a, or a defensive back has to be, you know, a little bit graceful or good on his feet. Why would a lineman have to take ballet? Well, I mean, just in, like with all the football players all together taking it, it has to do, like, it helps with your balance. It helps with self, self-control and discipline is a big part of it because, and, and also, like, if you think about flexibility even, you know, they're training their flexibility so that they don't get injured as much, you know. Okay. I mean that makes sense. when they when they stretch before games and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, ballet is helping them use those muscles more <laughs> in a different way than they would just playing the game. Mm-hmm. So if they're just playing the game and uh, like just doing those stretches that they do before the game, ballet will give them a like a wider range of motion and give them different feeling of uh, just different stretches so that they are less prone to injury. Okay. So, I mean, that's so, just, that's my personal idea of it. That's what make, what makes sense to me. So you haven't only done ballet. Erin and I have talked about on the podcast before other sports that we've played when we were younger. Uh, you also played soccer for many years, correct? Yes. And you played, I, I remember you playing in high school, but did, did you stop at a certain point? I can't remember. Yeah, I, um, I played when I, I started when I was about five, I believe. Yeah, five or six. Yeah, five. Is that because of Aaron? I was always curious. No, my dad played soccer. Oh, did he? Oh, my God. Really? You didn't know that? I thought he just did football. You know what? No, my dad, he played football in high school, but he he played soccer. Oh, you know what? He was too aggressive for soccer. That's why he did football. (laughs) I think I I do remember him mentioning that he played soccer because he used to just kind of kick the ball wherever he wanted is what he said. I I I thought he stopped because of the foot fairy thing, and he didn't want to be called a foot fairy, and that's why he played football. That's why well, I thought he stopped. I don't remember exactly, but yeah. I know that he was very aggressive. <laughs> too aggressive for uh, no. for for heist, for you know, he was just too aggressive. And that, he, when I actually towards the end of my indoor soccer career, um, I played with the same team fall, spring, and then we ended up doing an indoor session together. And uh, my dad. He, it, one of my former players, her grandpa was the coach, mm-hmm. and he didn't really, like, do, he was kind of just, like, just the coach, there, you know, right? he was just yeah. kind of there. My dad was actually pretty much the coach. He 
it was never really stated that he was the coach, but he was always standing there right by the coach at the games and always telling the kids what to do. I think I was a very, very good soccer player. I think I was good enough to play in college had there been more kids. When I graduated high school, there was only three seniors, and one of them actually, I think, broke his ankle or hurt himself so that there was only two seniors playing. And my coach told my dad, you know, that it's not worth trying to call any scouts to come out and see me. Because there was just the one guy that he would wow. come in to what? see. So so he suggested that we do a, you know, mon- like a highlight package and send it out to colleges. We didn't have a camera to do that with. So that's why I never got any looks at college. If only but, I was around. But that's irrelevant. The fact is that I think I was good enough to, to go to college. And I think the reason that I, I had the fundamentals was because Coach Mike Cava... I think he was a fabulous coach, and he was always trying to learn more. Yeah, shout out to Mike. And so that Coach Mike. Shout out to Coach Mike. And it's uh, it, it's like the complete opposite of, of the guy that you had. We we did play against different teams that had had someone that was essentially just a placeholder, um, just because you needed a coach. So they were like, okay, write my name down, but we're not going to do any practices. Right. Our teams were always one of the best. I remember one year we had five and a half games with a shutout. I wow. Mean, <laughs> it's five and a half games in a row with a shutout. It was ridiculous. How's, how's the half? What? You said five and a half? Um, well, we got scored on in the first half. So, oh. so from the second half on for five games, um, five more games, we, we kept the shutout. Now, you coached soccer too, didn't you? I did coach soccer. Um, I coached a little bit. At, so I was assistant in college, or in, in high school, I mean. I went down to grade school and coached for a couple years at oh, a grade school. I didn't know that. I went back up and, and was the assistant coach for varsity at my alma mater um, for high school. And then I, I went down and was head coach of the JV for a couple years. And the three years that I was head coach, we uh, had actually won more games every year. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I don't want to talk about me. I want to talk about Haley. Okay, yeah, she's mm. our guest. So... What do you do? You have any any suggestions or words of wisdom for little kids, little girls, or little boys that might be listening out out there? Which I guarantee you, they're not. Um, But but somebody's listening in the car and they're like, "Okay, well, I want to get my child into." Or, for example, me. Okay, Um, I've I've been very aloof about it, but I do have a baby, and um, this is the first time on the podcast I've mentioned it. Yeah. Um, I've actually, never brought it up for the fear of what you, what you might do to me. Well, I may actually have JT edit this, so I'm <laughs> not sure. But at least the part me talking about her. Um, what would you say would be the best dance to start out in? Do you think ballet is the best, or do you think that gymnastics would be better, or do you think tap? I mean, it, I mean, it's called tumbling at their age, right? At like age three, yeah. it's not gymnastics; it's tumbling. I mean, I don't really have too much background in uh, gymnastics except for the fact that we would go there like Mills Gymnastics for uh, field trips in, in, mm-hmm. in elementary school. I mean that's as far as my gymnastics background goes but... I've heard too many too many negative things about ballet um, for, for young kids because I've heard that people try to get the, their, the kids to I guess I shouldn't say people. Certain studios try to have the kids do for example, point way too early or yeah. things like that. So it, would you say not to do ballet or do you think that you need to just research the, the school? Well, no, I mean, it depends on the school. And you also, I mean, you don't have to let your daughter go on point like if you don't think that she's ready. Oh. Uh, you can ask your doctor or her doctor even, you know, if they think that it would be a good idea for her to go on point. I mean, I know that personally I went on point when I was nine. Mm-hmm. And they say that you're supposed to start when you're around 12. Okay. So it's possible that I could have some, you know, foot problems, like, when it comes to my the bones in my feet when I get older, whether it be arthritis or whatever. Because what happens when, when you start too early on point, you your bones are still developing when you're that age. And if you start going on point, your, your ankles have to be strong enough to hold your okay. whole body weight on you, like... When you go on point, and and another thing was, um, if if you're taught incorrectly, like if you're not taught how to go all the way up on your backs, it can be very dangerous. 
So um, do you think ballet is a good one to start with, or would you would well, you say tap probably? I mean, because I, I feel like it, being, knowing very little about dance, I would say probably tap. I think it's, because that gets your balance it's, right. It's unfair to talk about like point and then ballet. Sure. Starting with ballet sure. because that's so far down the road. Sure. Um, I think that ballet is a good one to start with because of the fact that um, you. Ballet is the basis of all dance. Oh. If you think about it, like, okay. ballet, tap is kind of its own thing. Like, tap has its own set of technique. It, it's just kind of a different thing altogether. But when you think about, like, contemporary and modern and all that stuff, even though it may look so different, it found its its basis is in the technique of ballet. And ballet is uh, very important in teaching discipline Okay. And, and just, like, working on learning the technique of dance to begin with. So, I mean, I guess it depends on what you're looking for, because if you think about it, like, tap can teach them if, about rhythm and, you if know, you have, like that. If you have a baby, we'll say many, many years down the line, yeah. when you have a baby, <laughs> uh, what will you start he or she in? Would, would it be ballet first? Mm, probably ballet. I mean... Okay. Would you force the, them to the do standard, any sport? I would... Put them in it when they're little, but if they don't like it, then I don't know if I would make them stay in it. Yeah, it's like people keep saying that because I was so into soccer, everyone's like, oh, your kids are going to play soccer. To me, it's not that. As a matter of fact, I'm not even sure I would want my kids to play soccer, mostly because I think that I would be the type of coach that... um, that would criticize, or the type of parent that would criticize the other coach, and and I'm not sure I could keep my mouth shut on the bench. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't be the the angry dad in the in the bleachers yelling at your kid or anything like that. You definitely wouldn't be. No, that I wouldn't be yelling at the kid, but I would definitely be talking about the coach. Oh, sure. If yeah. I thought if I thought he or she wasn't doing the their job. Well, my dad always did that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um. But but to me, I, I I like the way our parents did it. You can try anything you want. But if you start it, you finish that season. My mom has always been like that. Yeah, yeah. she's always been. I think that's a great way to do it. If you don't like it, then that's fine. But you you already started the season, so you're gonna finish it out. You know, you're not gonna be a quitter and quit in the middle <laughs> of it. If you don't like it, then you don't have to do it next year. But you gotta finish this year. Haley, did you know that we play games on this podcast? I was informed shortly before. Yes, we have a game called Bullshit or No Shit. It, it's it's true or false. He just likes to say shit. Well, no, it, it's it's. So here's how the game is so played. What what happened is we when we put it up on iTunes, we put it with explicit just in case we swear we don't have to edit it out. Mm-hmm. And so he says bullshit or no shit just so that we got the iTunes thing in there. <laughs> so here's how the game is played. I'm gonna give you guys because you guys are gonna be competing against each other. I'm going to give you guys strange and crazy sports facts. And you have to tell me if it's either bullshit, false, or no shit, true. Okay. Simple? Yes. Well, let's get started. Bullshit or no shit. In- intro music, go. Yeah, I'm, I assume you're going to edit that in later if, you're gonna, if you want to. Okay, that. contestants, are you ready for your first question <laughs> of bullshit or no shit? I feel like you're not listening to us. Enthusiasm <laughs> will definitely help. Nope. Yeah! Oh, she's already off on a good start. That, that's fine. Question number one. If these are sports questions, I'm fine with her. Question number one. If Michael Phelps were a country, he'd rank number 35 on the all-time Olympic gold medal list ahead of 97 nations. Bullshit or no shit? What? Can you repeat the question? If Michael Phelps were a country, he'd rank number 35 on the all-time Olympic gold medal list ahead of 97 countries. Bullshit or no shit? Who has to answer first? Uh, I don't care. Go ahead. Mm, no, you go. I think for a long time. It's a 50-50 guess here, guys. I think it's true. You think it's... I never say it right. No shit? Yes. I, I think it's true, no shit. Okay, and Haley? Uh, bullshit. I have to say, though. You're saying bullshit? Yeah. I have to say, if it is not true, I think that the part that wouldn't be true is the 97 country part. 
It is no shit. That's an actual fact. Michael Phelps yeah. would be number thirty-five among the all-time gold. He medals. has twenty-three gold. He has twenty-three medals. When you say he would I can't be remember. like eighteen gold, I think, right? I can't remember. Okay. I know. I know he has, he has the record for most gold medals. Okay. When you said if he was a country, do you mean like if he was representative of America? Is that what no, you if he was his own country. Like he has more gold like, medals. What? He has more gold medals himself. The 97 oh, other countries. Oh, I guess I, under- I misunderstood the question. Well, you're going to have to really listen but up to this okay. one, because this is a long-ass question oh. for number two. In 1980, Ken, Mar- Ken Morrow and Mike Ramsey were teammates on the Miracle U.S. Olympic hockey team that defeated the Soviet Union team. In 1988, the two made headlines again after Morrow and Ramsey got into a drunken fight during Ramsey's wedding, a wedding in which Morrow was his best man. Bullshit or no shit? No shit. That's bullshit. That is bullshit, Aaron. You are correct. You are two for two. (laughs) Was there any truth to any of that? Yeah, they were teammates on the U.S. Olympic uh, hockey team. Oh, that's the only part that was true. They never got in a fight. I don't know if they were best friends at a wedding or anything. Question number three. The average golf ball has 336 dimples. That's that's bullshit. bullshit. That is no shit. The average golf ball does have that many. I thought it had more. Oh, really? I thought I had... I, I was shocked when I found that out. I thought I had less. Haley, you're not doing well, too well I'm here. zero for zero. Yeah, Aaron's uh, two for three. Here we go. Number four. A regular MLB game averages 308.1 pitches a game. Bullshit or no shit? No shit. You know, I just heard a stat like this before, and I was surprised at how many the number was. Um, I want to say I thought the number was higher than I was going to say, it would either be that or higher, I feel like. I don't think it would be lower. Because the starting pitchers go 100 fairly often, and when you f- right. when you think both starting pitchers go on 100 pitches, and a lot of times they go out in the 6th or 7th. And then you get the bullpen. So you still have three more innings to, to go, what did you say, 300 what? 308.1. So 108 pitches for three more innings. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no shoot. No shit? No shit. Is that true? That is true, yes. Yes, no shit. Yeah. Final answer is no shit, both of you? Yeah. That is bullshit. And if what? It, if it is true, I just completely made up that number, so if it's true, I'm sorry, because <laughs> I didn't look up the actual thing, but uh, I just so made that up. So it's a faulty question, then. I love how you do this. <laughs> there are, question number five, there are 18 minutes of total action in a baseball game. This is... Bullshit? Uh, this is a stupid question. Now, just, just yeah, to, that doesn't make sense. To put There's the, well, always well, let me explain. Let me, I'll explain it to you, okay? I'll explain. Okay. okay. <laughs> this doesn't include um, when they're standing around and the guy's getting the signals, throwing the pitch. I'm talking like when the ball's in play, when the pitch is thrown until it reaches the catcher, That that's all uh, a- action. I still think it's bullshit. I don't think that it's just 18 minutes. Okay. Aaron? Uh, I don't like this question at all. I'm just gonna say. I feel like it's a weird question. You said how long? How long? Eighteen, 18 minutes. minutes. I guess I'll say true. No shit. That is no shit, Aaron. Correct. What? Yeah, that's that's a shocking that's fact. Bullshit. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we called it this game. Yeah, there you go. Except you did it wrong. <laughs> you, you were supposed to say no shit. I'm surprised by that. Starting that's in 1990. Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls never had a three-game losing streak for eight years. Bullshit or no shit? Okay, I'm going to cut in here for a second. Um, The average number of pitches thrown per game is rising, according to an article that I'm reading from 2010. You don't think this could have waited until the end of the game? Each team throws an average of 148 or 146 pitches, so that would be 298. So that's about... Your number was a, was close enough, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. So I was, like, I was, I was right. like, I was ten off. Yeah, well, that was that was 2010, but but I, I'm I'm happy with it. I just wanted to set the record straight for everyone, and I also needed you to repeat the question because I'm not paying attention. Starting in 1990, Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls never had a three game losing streak for eight years. Bullshit or no shit? I'm gonna say bullshit. That was my first instinct too. Bull- I don't know much about basketball, mm. but I would say bullshit. That doesn't seem right. That is no Eight shit. Years. Really? They never had a three-game losing streak. No shit. The next question: Alaska and Maine. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. When you when you say Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, you didn't. 
Okay, that was yeah. that was tricky. I wasn't paying. I'm attention. not talking about the Scotty Pippen Bulls. The scotch is getting to me because <laughs> I was thinking about the two years where where he was gone. I was I was like they had to have had a three game losing streak in there. Yeah. Okay, you were tricky. I, I was gotcha. tricky, Dicky. Alaska and Maine are the only two states to never send a school to the NCAA tournament. The basketball? Yes. Huh? Yeah, I'll go with that. That that's no shit. Kaylee. What? Would you like me to repeat it? Yes, please. Alaska and Maine are the only two states to never send a school to the NCAA tournament. What do you mean send a school? You know, so, well, you know how schools are in a you state. You know March Madness? Yeah. That's what we're talking about. Colleges? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They've never sent a college basketball team to the March Madness tournament. Like Michigan is in the state of Michigan. Michigan State's mm. in the state of Michigan. Well, I never have heard of Alaska or Maine being in March Madness. So. Yeah, I'll tell you, it, it, so, if there was one, it would have been a Maine team, not an Alaskan team. Well, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be the state. I mean, like Syracuse and something like that. I mean, right? No, it's a it's a college inside of the state. Yeah. But as far as I know, there are no Alaskan basketball teams. <laughs> right. Right. So my I point would, would be, no it has to be a Maine one. We're, I would say that's true. We're going the same way. No shit for both of you. Correct, you guys are correct. Yeah, uh, yeah those God, are the I got one right. Haley, you got one correct. I'm Should have so gone with Hawaii, too. Hawaii. Well, they have. I know. <laughs> but that would have made it true. Or uh, false. false. The final two minutes of an NBA regular game takes eight sorry, hours. The final, the final two minutes of an NBA game, regular or postseason, takes an average of 14 minutes and 25 seconds of real time. <laughs> Bullshit or no shit. I like how you're thinking that. Because like that's what the question was. Kind of... So here's the thing. Does okay. it ca- does it count commercials? No, I'm kidding. I'm talking. You're talking about like no, like if they call game. just like real time. So I like know. if they call a timeout, that time factors in. Um. So here's the thing. You said NBA, and I think college is a little worse. And I'm I'm more of a college basketball fan. Yeah. Um. And in college basketball, I can tell you for a fact that it is <laughs> it is longer because I've watched those games and my um. My cable provider gives me a five second or a five minute jump, and I've had to push that about four times to get pat to get through the last two minutes. Yeah. Now talking about NBA, I'm gonna say bullshit. Haley. Because I think the, I think that NBA teams give up a little bit easier. Um, although I do have to That's say, I did complain about the. Uh, it doesn't happen often, but I didn't complain about the. Uh, Cleveland game because they were they were down ten with a minute left and Which one? The, the other team was following. Um, the last Cleveland game we were watching before the um, San Antonio San Antonio OKC game. I was telling you that. Oh, yeah. Cleveland was up ten and they were following with a minute left. It was like, come on, yeah, you're not coming I'm back. Just gonna, I'm just gonna say no shit. <laughs> that is bullshit. Ah. I completely made that up. Aaron doing well, Haley. Give it the old college try. But, you know what? I got the, uh, one more question for you, and I'll make this worth nine points. <laughs> During a Harlem Heat promo in WCW, which stands for World Championship Wrestling, Booker T was ranting and threatening Ho- Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He ended his rant by saying, Hogan, we coming for you, N-word, on live TV. Bullshit or no shit? I'm going to let Haley answer first. <laughs> She's thinking. Well, let's just say no shit. Okay. I'm going to say no shit. That is no shit. Booker yeah. T actually said the N-word on live TV. He said, Hogan, for- we coming for you, N-word. And he, immediately after he said it, he put his head to his, oh, his face he's and he like, realized I'm what done he did. For- yeah. He was just in the heat of the moment. <laughs> and First then- of all, I remember Harlem Heat. Second of all, I remember Booker T with Harlem Heat. Yeah. And third of all, I remember WCW liked to push the envelope as much <laughs> as they could. I don't think that was intentional. So does that mean we tied then? Since the last one was well, no, because he said no, because he still had he still had more points. Yeah, I didn't count. Oh, because the last one was worth nine. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You got two, Haley. It's not. I think Aaron only got like th- Aaron only got like three the first time we did bullshit or no shit. But um, anything else we wanted to mention before we wrap up here? Um, look out for Friday and Sunday. Those are um, San Antonio games. And then you got Cleveland playing Friday and Sunday also. You got San Antonio, or I'm sorry, you got Golden State on Sunday, uh, on Saturday. If they don't play again until Saturday, that's ridiculous. But, well, I mean, 
San Antonio and OKC played Monday, and they don't play again until Friday. That's stupid. Yeah. The the NBA playoffs are so stupid. Yeah. We'll have to rant about that one. Oh, day. we will for sure. But um, we've done that many times in real life. But you got those going on. Um, I want to update everyone on the NHL just because we've kind of that's kind of been our thing. You got Pittsburgh, and as we're recording this, so you guys will know the result. But as we're recording this, Pittsburgh and Washington are playing. But right now. Going into the day, uh, they're tied. Uh, Pittsburgh's up two one on the series. Tampa Bay's up two one on their series against the Islanders. Uh, the St. Louis Blues are leading the Dallas Stars two to one in their series, and the San Jose Sharks are leading the Nashville Predators two to one in that series. I'll try to just keep updating you guys that way um, on those those particular series. I'm not a. I, I'm I'm gonna be decreasingly a Red Wings fan the longer they keep Ken Holland. I just wanted to put that out for another week. Oh, they know. And let everyone know. They know from last week's episode. Ken Holland needs to have a very good offseason or get the hell out of town as far as I'm concerned. What do you got? No, I'm done. I'm ready to wrap up. All right, well, I guess. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. Haley, did you have anything else you wanted to say? You are our guest. I am good. Anything you want to plug? Any movies or anything? Any what? Any movies or anything you've seen? Any CDs that you have that are really good? Yeah, any Broadway shows you want to do right now? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm good. Haley, I'm, I'm curious. Do you know where we get our intro and outro music? Yes, I do. Yeah, who do we get that from? You get it from bensound.com. We sure do. Bensound.com. Go there. They got some great stuff. Um, yes. Do you, by chance, know how to follow us on Facebook or Twitter? I do. I'm actually following you guys right now. Oh, yeah? How do you do that? You just go to your search bar on either Twitter or Facebook, and you can look us up at Armchair QBS Show, and you'll just follow us, and then you can get updates on our podcasts. We also have an email, which is the same thing, armchairqbsshow at gmail.com. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you have time, could you please subscribe to us and leave us a review on iTunes, or just simply tell a friend or family about us. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash armchairquarterbacks. Aaron, did you have anything else you wanted to say? Milk was a bad choice. Episode 12 in the books. Now you slam on my laptop with your hand.